Very thankful today to be joined by Illinois State Senator Terry Bryant. Terry, as always, thank you so much for your time. Always happy to be on your show, Will. Noticed the other day a headline about the World Shooting and Recreational Complex in Sparta. It's currently state-owned. You've filed some legislation that has the potential to maybe change that. Tell us more about it. There was some interest from uh, some local investors uh, who asked Representative Freeze a couple of years ago if he thought that the state might ever be willing to release the shooting complex to individuals who are, you know, actively pursuing the trap shooting sports and so forth. And so kicked it around a little bit. Last year, Representative Freeze uh, filed a bill to allow the uh, state to sell the shooting complex. Think that got some interest then from IDNR. A couple of the, the staff, high-ranking staff at IDNR, uh, talked to the governor's office about it. You know, the conversation started out a little bit as, you know, IDNR keeps buying up property and then they don't really have the staff to maintain some properties the way they should. And so uh, when I was talking to the governor's office, I said, hey, you know, you ought to think about maybe get uh, getting rid of some of them if you don't have the staff or the funds to take care of them. And I think, you know, even from the governor's office, they really want that complex to do well. We've had problems in the past with getting the shooting complex funded appropriately. We've had some, uh, that was under... Quinn, under Bogoyevich, under Rauner, and then, of course, COVID hit. Uh, so I was happy to hear that the governor's office had considered the possibility of, of selling it, primarily for the focus of putting the attention and the money uh, to the project that, or to the, the complex that it's really due. So I appreciate the governor's office uh, even considering it. So essentially, it seems as if this bill just allows a negotiation to happen, not that there has been, and I know you maybe can't reveal too much, but is there a imminent sale of the shooting complex in your estimation? No, I'm, I'm happy to be as transparent about this as we can. There, there is no imminent sale. Uh, before we can even have any conversations with anyone about the possibility of someone buying it, we have to first allow that the state could sell it. And so that's really what this bill does. It says that the state can can sell it if they want to. And so, of course, you know, the conversations I've had with uh, um, representatives of the governor's office and uh, representatives of IDNR all include the fact that we would not want it sold uh, if we didn't have someone purchasing it that uh, is... Um, really connected to shooting sports. So um, we would uh, continue to have conversations with the ATA. It would be my hope that the ATA would have enough interest in it, that's the American Trap Shooting Association, uh, to um, to buy it themselves. Uh, but there are, you know, there are, uh, are local entities, uh, City of Sparta, uh, Randolph County, um, some investors and so forth that want to see it do well. I really think that IDNR wants the shooting complex to do well and also the governor's office for it to do well. And so to be able to figure out how we can best use that resource for Southern Illinois, we have to take a look at whether or not it would do better if it was 
owned and operated by an entity that specializes in shooting sports. You know, the state obviously had some forethought in investing the money that they have there, but they uh, certainly don't uh, specialize in managing a shooting complex. So uh, I think both, I don't want to speak for Representative Freeze, but I think he and I both want to make sure that for years to come, uh, that that complex gets the attention and the money and the investment, you know, that is uh, needed to make, to keep it a world-class facility. And it really is well known all over the world. I mean, honestly, it's talked about in uh, in Europe, it's talked about in South America. Even when those, uh, even when the when it was uh, closed down for the one season, and the Grand American had to go to Missouri, that complex in Missouri doesn't even scratch the surface of how awesome the World Shooting Complex is in Sparta. So we just want to take a look at what might keep that complex healthy uh, for decades to come. I do recall that when Chicago was bidding for the 2016 Olympics, I think some decades or more ago, that uh, had Illinois got that bid, the all the shooting sports would have taken place at the World Shooting Complex there. So just another indication of how it is a, a world-class facility. Uh, Illinois State Senator Terry Bryant with us today. Of course, a lot of the talk has been about Chope Mental Health Center, and I just wondered if there was any new information in recent days since the uh, governor's announcement of uh, a repurposing. Uh, well, some representatives from DHS and the governor's office have been making visits to uh, facilities. Uh, they visited um, the Murray Center uh, last week, and then early this week they visited Chote. Uh, representatives from the uh, Parents Association, both at the Murray Center and at Choate, were uh, at both of those meetings. Um, I don't believe that the Parents Association was invited to the one at Choate, but they ended up being there. It was good that they were there. I think they pointed out uh, a lot of uh, good things about Choate that uh, neither DHS or the governor's office uh, were aware of previously. I would still like to invite Governor Pritzker to come and visit Shout Mental Health. They, he has actually never been to Shout, and I think that decisions are being made uh, by individuals um, who are advising him, and I think it would do uh, him some good to personally visit the facility Uh, I and the Parents Association and uh, many, many concerned individuals uh, who have family members there or who have guardianship of someone that do not want these 123, 126 individuals moved from Shout. Um, There are about 50 of those individuals who live within 50 miles of the facility who are now going to be moved two hours away from their home if they get to go to the Murray Center. But their um, uh, medical needs may not allow them to even go to Murray Center. They could actually be sent much farther north as far as five hours away uh, from, well, it's actually from Shoot, it would be six hours away. Uh, and um, to, uh, it, that's just, it's not right, it's not fair. Uh, I, I appreciate the money that the, go- that the governor is committing to show 
for the improvements that are going to be made there. But, you know, I've said, I don't mean it to come out snarky, but I have said a couple of times, look, we can chew gum and walk at the same time. Those um, improvements that are going to be made at Shote are improvements that should have been made years ago. I'm very happy that the acknowledgement is there that those improvements need to be made. But while making improvements for other mental health issues and for expanding mental health there, that does not mean that you have to move the developmentally disabled individuals who call that place home. Some of them for 30 to 50 years have called that place home. So we're going to continue to lobby the governor's office to uh, make the improvements that they have committed to, but also to allow individuals to stay there. I think because uh, some of us got ahead of this, maybe brought it out in the open prior to when the governor's office was prepared to make it public. Uh, We've... um, um, created an environment that's caused them to slow slow this down a little bit. I have no doubt that they would have backed up uh, buses to the facility very much the way they did to, at Jacksonville and just moved those folks out, those 123 residents. In this case, now they're saying that they're going to take three years to make that happen. I'm, uh, again, glad to see that they've slowed things down a little bit. Uh, confident that if the governor will take a personal Uh, look at what's happening there, that he would be convinced that those 123 residents should remain there and uh, that we can make this all work. So I'm so encouraging him to make a visit personally to the facility. Illinois State Senator Terry Bryant with us today. One final question, a bill that I've had a lot of feedback from listeners on over the recent days and weeks have been, of all things, this bill to outlaw the declawing of cats and and, uh, these these sorts of things of course uh, are easily shareable on social media and and capture a lot of attention i noticed that did pass the house Uh, any thoughts on that well i would say once again the legislature is focusing on areas uh that are probably best handled by the industry that regulates them um, in particular uh, maybe not regulation but um, you know lives in that wheelhouse and that are, is the veterinarians for the legislature to mandate that no one could declaw their cats it, it's kind of ridiculous it's ridiculous in that we have so many really important things that we should be focusing on and there is an, you know, their veterinarians should be the ones that are making those decisions, not the legislature. Uh, you know, we should be focusing on how we balance our budgets, how we pay our bills. We should be focusing on making sure roads and bridges are fixed. Uh, we should be focusing on how we keep babies alive instead of making sure that uh, over and over again, abortionists get more rights. We should be focusing on making sure that people are allowed to exercise their Second Amendment rights. Instead, we're talking about how to declaw cats. So it's a little frustrating, as you can tell. Certainly so. Uh, Sarah Bryant, anything else you want to mention before we let you go today? Uh, Happy um, uh, St. Patrick's Day to everyone. I'll have my green on later. Uh, The name Bryant is the royal name of Ireland, so... 
I'm happy to carry that. But uh, folks may not know that on my dad's side, I'm also a Riley. Uh, and so my ancestors came here on one side from Ireland in the 1670s. So um, don't be pinching me today. I have my green on and happy to be Irish. And I'll always remember when Barack Obama passed his first bill in the Illinois House, they accused him of being Irish because his name was Obama. Oh, well, you know, that's, uh, uh, I don't think he and I are related, but uh, it's always a possibility when you're Irish, you're probably related to everyone. Yeah, exactly. All right. Thank you so much for your time. All right. Thanks, Will.